0: To an, another week of it's just my thoughts, and I'm your host Mika Reeves coming to you today. Uh, so, how's everybody' week been? I feel like this week has just been uh, it, it has been pretty it has been bad for me. I will say that only because uh, I work from home, so I'm used to being at home. So I think I'm like one of the few that's not going crazy right now. Um, what I have been trying to do, considering my whole entire house is home with me as well. Um, I've been trying to take more, uh, well, I usually run on my lunch breaks. And so I've been trying to do that more often. So this week I ran about six days out of seven. And so, um, that's kind of helped me just keep things balanced for me. So for me, I, uh, during this, uh, pandemic we're going through right now, um, I've been really trying to just focus on things that, um, I could, you know, spend more time working on. Considering that um, usually during the week, I try to make an effort of meeting up my friends and stuff like that. And so this week I've been more intentional with just, um, you know, staying in, doing what they're telling you, telling us to do. Um, so I pretty much have been in the house. I've been trying to avoid going to the grocery store. So I, my family has been looking at me like, um, are you going to go to the grocery store or because we don't have any food. So this week I tr- decided to trek out um, to the grocery store after work. I ran around four o'clock, and it was it was the most uh, traumatic um, experience for me. Um, it was absolutely crazy. So I went, you know, got my buggy, wiped the buggy down, you know. So I'm like, I'm gonna just go in here, came in there with a list, I'm like, I'm going here real fast, make this as fast as possible so I can go back home. Because I really did not want to go, but I had to at this point. So I go to the grocery store and, um, you know, I live in North Carolina, so I've never seen anything like this before in my life. The The stores look like I had to go to two stores, still couldn't really find any food, so I'm in there trying to figure some shit out of what I'm gonna buy grocery wise for the house. And I'm in there, and I, you know, wipe my buggy down. And I mean, it, it seemed like I wasn't even in my city, you know. The store looked like a tornado had ran through it. I mean, it's people in there with fucking. I, I saw three people with literally legitly gas masks on, not, not medical masks, like a gas mask. So I'm like, okay, this is crazy. So people looking skittish, you know, buggies full of shit. So I'm like, damn, let me get on the good foot and try to, you know, go around here. There's absolutely no meat at all. I actually got like the last salmon and shrimp from like the fresh marketplace that he had no, no other fresh, fresh meats. Um, the meat section was completely empty. I literally was going through the house, like trying to, you know, just pick through some stuff that I could find, like, you know, pastas and stuff like that. Um, There was no, you know, uh, dry beans. There was really no frozen. There was no frozen vegetables either. Um, So I picked a lot of fresh stuff that I was like, well, I'm going to try to, you know, uh, freeze some stuff if I can to, you know, try to keep it as fresh as possible and figure it out. But, I mean, even one time when I was, like, getting ready to, you know, finally, at the end, I'm getting ready to go check out. This man, like, he coughed, like, all over the fucking self-checkout machine. So, that completely freaked me out. So, now I'm freaked out at this point, and my heart is beating fast. I have fucking anxiety, you know, feeling like it's building up in this grocery store. So, I'm like, let me get the fuck out of here. So, I go, you know, had to stand this long-ass line for regular checkout. And it was just, I mean, I was sweating by the time I left the grocery store. It was just... Absolutely crazy. And I told my therapist I was like, you know, by the end of this you know, I'm pretty calm, you know, even kill kind of person. But by the end of this, I feel like everybody's just gonna be, um, anxiety driven and gonna probably need some kind of fucking therapy coming out of this, like for for real, because for me, I was just like, This shit was wild and I'm still sitting here thinking like, you know, I'm gonna have to try to I was told I need to get up in the morning and try to go to the grocery store once they restock and try to see if I can find something in the morning. But I think it's crazy that people are buying up shit like this and not really thinking about other people. I think that's my biggest concern. It's just a matter of like finding food, Um, you know, to keep getting us by every week. And so that was kind of concerning for me. If I wasn't concerned about anything, I was concerned about that. But um other than that, like, you know, I just, you know, kind of have been, um, you know, just chilling in the house and it's, it's been alarming that people still aren't doing social distancing. Like, you know, you're still seeing people, um, you know, celebrating um, spring break and partying and stuff like that. Like, you know, they've been showing shots of people still on beaches together. And um, I, I, I was seeing over the weekend in, in D.C., um, the cherry blossom trees came out. And so everybody was all in the park uh, looking at the trees. And that I means a lot of people all with each other. And it just doesn't make sense to me because, you know, if – If this is something that we're fighting that you're not really sure um, if somebody actually might be in contact with it or or have any symptoms at the moment and they could have it um, and you potentially are around them, you know, why put yourself at risk? And on top of that, why put yourself and the people around you at risk considering, you know, you could bring this back and, you know, to your family and things like that. So for me, like, you know, I'm just like, let's just, you know, try to be mindful of, you know, others try to be mindful of yourself because I think a lot of the stuff with the media at first, we you know, when I was first reading, I'm like, well, they say it affect, you know, older adults or elderly and, you know, children and, um, you know, not really in the middle age groups, but, you know, as this is going on, you know, I'm seeing more and more aware is 30, 30 to 50, you know, and, and I'm 35, you know, so for me, I think I'm a pretty healthy individual, but I don't I don't wanna, you know, catch it to be completely honest, because it's a kinda unknown thing. It's still unfortunate that we don't have the level of testing that should be going on. Um, seems like we have a lot of lack of just uh capabilities right now in regards to how we're um, testing this stuff and um, there's no real kind of like vaccination right now and all that stuff. So it's so many, so many like unknown variables. And for me, you know, I've been trying to not, not look at this much stuff. Like, uh, as far as like, you know, looking at everything the media is saying, cause it's like a overflow of it and it can create a level of fear and things like that because we don't know what exactly is going on. So I think the best thing right now personally is continue to do social distancing and, For me, like, you know, I love, you know, meeting up with my friends and, you know, seeing them and spending time because I do spend a lot of time inside. So it's important for me to get out the house sometimes, but I don't personally think it's worth um, putting yourself in danger or people around you, you know. So, you know, I've been spending time just instead of going out, you know, checking in with my friends, doing group chats things like that, FaceTiming and, and just seeing how everybody's doing, how everybody's holding up and just having conversation with people, um, you know, without, without physically seeing them. So, you know, just, just think about, you know, what you're doing and people saying that they're bored and things like that. Like this could be a time where you could be working on things to that. Maybe you, you've been putting off, you know, uh, revisiting your goals. Like I talked about, um, before and just doing things that you felt like before you didn't really have time to do. Well, now you have time, you know, a lot of people, you know, on my social medias, they've been complaining about their kids being home and stuff like that. And it's like, you know, um, these are your children and it's okay. And I get it, you know, because I think even with that, with parenting, you need breaks, but you know, this will give you time to spend time with your kids, you know, and try to create ways of, you know, doing things with your kids. I was talking to one of my friends the other day And she was saying that, um, you know, she's just been spending a lot of time with her kids outside, you know, like riding bikes with them or doing physical activity with them outside and just kind of, you know, you know, watching movies on Disney Plus and doing things. And I thought that was really cool because I'm like, you know, instead of complaining about it, like, you know, just use this time right now to maybe create some memories or do some, you know, DIY projects around the house or things like that. Um, You can use this time to deep clean you know, so seeing that you're bored, you know, I think, you know, when I was growing up, I think what's missed upon in this, in this time is that we used to find fun in the most simplest ways. Um, just doing whatever, you know, being out and being out in nature and things like that. And it's like, now, you know, people just want to sit and <clears throat> excuse me, have all this other, you know, distractions and things like that, but it's nothing wrong with just, Being with yourself and, you know, finding things to do or discovering what maybe could be some passions or, you know, for me, like I've been, you know, I've been doing a lot more reading. You spend a lot more time in quiet, spend a lot more time thinking. Um, And so it's been it's been, you know, fine, you know, and so just I think we should definitely be practicing uh, social distancing and just doing what they're telling you to do and stay inside as much as possible and then when you actually do go outside, you know, just, you know, be mindful. Like I told you, I went to the grocery store. I wiped my shit down when I got out, you know, I hand sanitized when I left. And then when I came home, I like, immediately, when I walked in the house, you know, I washed my hands and I took a shower, you know, so I don't know. Um, and these are just regular, just precaution stuff. So I don't know if it's going to work or not, but that's what I've been doing, you know, during this time of just being in the house. So I want to just kind of uh, check in with everyone else and see, you know, what everybody else has been doing as well. So that's all I really have for a recap of my week. I really haven't been doing much of anything, just, you know, kind of chilling inside and trying not to go crazy. So let's just go into uh, Motivational Monday. So I found this uh, tweet. I have it somewhere. I think I saved it somewhere. I thought it was really good. So I found this tweet and it says, if you seek peace, be still. If you seek wisdom, be silent. If you seek love, be yourself. And when I saw that, I thought that was uh really good. So I wanted to share that for motivational Monday. So let's just move on to black excellence. My black excellence this week goes to Nicki Minaj. Um, it was announced last week that she was the first female rapper to be worth a hundred million. Um, I thought that was really cool when I saw that, uh, and um, for me, my favorite Nicki Minaj album will always be Pink Print. I think that's a classic, one of her most emotional and vulnerable CDs that she's ever had. And um, it's definitely my favorite. I still listen to it. So, all right. So it's not really much for, that I have for Hot Topics today because I feel like the only thing that's been going on literally has been everybody talking about the coronavirus. So the one thing I did want to talk about, one topic that I feel like has been kind of under the radar just because everything else going on. And it's about um Andrew Gilliam. so with him, um if you don't know who he is, he was the mayor uh, former mayor of Tallahassee in 2018 he was running for governor of Florida and I know um it was kind of the same situation with Stacey Abram and um in Georgia, but it was a lot of you know suspect shit going on with the election and votes being lost and stuff like that. And so he ended up losing by like I think, point one or point two, something crazy. And I think, you know, well, I think it's clear that that election probably was stolen from him, but that's kind of like how he lost. Well, last week when I was just kind of perusing, I saw that he was in Florida, I think Miami can't really remember um, how the story went. And he was in a hotel room. Cops were called to a hotel room um, because one of the guys that was in the room with him uh, was doing uh, meth and was found, um, overdosed on meth. And, um, so they had to call the cops to come in and he was completely drunk. Andrew Gilliam was drunk and, you know, um, in and out couldn't a- answer any questions. Cause that's how just drunk he was and things like that. So then, um, so when I first saw it, I was like, okay, you know, God, like, you know, that's, um, I thought that was kind of weird, but I didn't really think anything of it because that's literally all I saw of it. So then like, I think the next day he comes out with, these few videos where he's talking about how he was there for a wedding and he was at a bachelor, a bachelor party and that that's what was going on in the room and how he was checking himself into rehab. So I was like, okay, so is he saying he's alcoholic because there was drugs in the room as well. And that never really was addressed. So once again, like I'm still not really thinking anything of this story. Like I'm like, okay, well he's going to rehab because, you know, honestly he has like a really, really promising, you know, career. Um, you know, it was talk of if um Biden wins the nomination or whatever, um, that he would have been, you know, or say he won the presidency you know, over Trump, like he would have been one of the people that would have been, you know, um, part of his team and all that. And so, yeah, like he, you know, had a promising career. Um, so then it comes out that he wasn't there for a bachelor party and the guy that was in his room that was um that was OD'd he's actually a male escort and so um I don't know really what he was doing with this man in this room but obviously if we want to put two and two together we can kind of assume why you would be in a room with a male escort partying and drugging you know with each other in this room he said that he was not on drugs and he was just on alcohol who knows he's also married with two children, which makes it even more for me kind of like, Ugh, this doesn't look good. And um, yeah. So when the guy, uh, the escort came back to, you know, he got interviewed asking like, you know, what were you there for? Were you there for a wedding? He knew nothing about a wedding. He knew nothing about what anybody was talking about. And so it was kind of clear that they were there together, you know, and um, I don't know doing whatever. So then a couple of days ago, I saw that they, somebody had leaked a naked, um, picture of him with him, like kind of passed out, um, in the bathroom with like a towel under his head and, and, um, you know, he's like wasted, um, you know, this is pictures from the hotel or whatever. So, and you see white feet in the picture. So I'm guessing the, I don't know if the escort took this of him or what exactly was transpiring in this room, but, um, I do think that this is very damning for him. I think that, um, this is definitely going to affect his political career. Um, I was reading some stuff online and it was just saying they kind of feel like it's pretty much over for him. Like, I don't know, but you know, my thing, I was talking to my friend about it and I was just like, you know, I hate that we live in a world where you can't just be your true self. And I think that has to be the most, um, stifling thing to, you know, walk around, Not being who you are, you know. I don't know if he's bisexual. I don't know if he's gay. I I don't really know, you know, because I don't know him. But um, you know, if if he if he was in fact, you know, with this man, you know, having sex and everything else in this in this room with him, which all signs is pointing to, that's what was going on, you know, because he's with a male escort. Um, You know, I just really feel for his wife. And, you know, his children, because it's very embarrassing. Like I was reading some other stuff and they were saying that maybe it could be that, you know, he's just with his wife just for his political career and even stuff like that. Like, I just feel like, you know, I know that people do this all the time where they're, you know, they have a wife just because they this is a necessary thing for you to do in politics. Like, you know, you kind of get further if you have the wife and kid type thing. But I just think that that's um, I think that's sad to live like that. And I just wish that we lived in a place where you don't get this extra clout or extra level of acceptance because you're married. I don't, I don't really, I like, I was talking about that last week. Like I don't get that because you know, if he in actuality wants to be with a man, you know, then now you, would you want to have somebody in leadership of you that feels that he has to live a lie or live in secret or be in these random hotel rooms with these people doing whatever, and then go out in front of you. Like he's just his family man. You know, it's just, it's just sad. I, I just wish that people would just more so, um, to be honest, you know, live their truth, whatever that truth is, and just, you know, stand in that truth. And a lot of times you don't really see that. Um, so I don't know It's I guess we may hear more in regards to this. I'm not really sure. I, it's, it's really weird. Um, the whole situation, but, uh, it's really kind of been, um, under the radar mainly because you know the media has just been all about you know coronavirus which could be a good thing for him that it is under the radar but um right now he entered rehab and so we'll just see what comes from that but um you know I wish him the best I'm not really sure but that's really all the uh, high topics that I really have going on this week um I wanted to I guess go over some other things um so while we're in the house um, I wanted to give some TV suggestions. So Lena Waithe news series is 20s. That's on BET. Um, I haven't started yet. They're only like 30 minutes and I, I think I'm like four episodes behind. So that's something if you want to watch. I did this weekend watch, um, self-made, which was the, uh, um, story of Madam CJ Walker. That was actually really good. Octavia Spencer was, um, the star of it. Um, and she was phenomenal. Uh, Blair Underwood was good too. But I I didn't really like Tiffany Haddish playing her daughter. I just, Tiffany Haddish to me is just Tiffany Haddish. And I feel like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I didn't really like it though. But I did like the, um, it's a four, four episode limited series on Netflix. I thought that was pretty good. Um, let's see, what else has been going on? Westworld is back on on HBO. That's my favorite show. So I've been watching that. Um, so if you haven't get caught up on, if you haven't watched that, it's definitely worth watching. Uh, I did binge watch this week. Um, it's really quick series on Netflix called I'm not okay with this. And that shit was, um, that shit was like a wild ride. It's it's like a eighties theme kind of, uh, but yeah, it's eighties thing, but it's kind of in present day and it's like kind of take on Carrie kind of. So, um, if you're looking for something to watch, that one was pretty quick to watch too. trying to think what else have I been watching I finally sat down and and finished uh season four of I think it's season four of Stranger Things so I I binge watched that um and that was pretty good um it's one of my favorite shows too but I don't know what took me so long to actually finish it I think I just I get in these moments where like I don't really want to watch tv and I feel like the time that I'm spending in front of tv I could be spending that time doing something else like reading or something else um trying to think I think that's everything um little fires everywhere uh came on hulu that actually came out early um with uh kerry washington and uh, reese weatherspoon i haven't started that yet but i did plan to watch that because i i ordered the book and i wanted to actually read the book first before it came out but they put that out early so i think that's everything i think another cool thing that's been going on um A lot of, a lot of movies that's in the theater right now, they've been actually putting that on demand, um, like where you can just pay to watch it at home. Like, and it's not even the same amount you would pay for a movie. Um, I know Onward, the Disney movie that just came out, they got that on Amazon Prime that you can purchase. Um, I'm trying to think Disney plus put out frozen two, um, early and, uh, I loved frozen one. I did watch frozen two when it came out last weekend and, um. Frozen 2 was all right, but I mean, I'm okay with the Disney movies. Like I try to, you know, push through, but it feels like that they, you know, um, they put a lot more singing in Frozen 2 than they did in Frozen 1. So yeah, you just prepare yourself if you watch it, cause it's a, it's a lot more than it was in the first one. Um, it almost seemed kind of forced to me. I don't know, but, um, I'm trying to think, I think that's it. I think that's all I really, uh, I think that's all the notable things that's been going on right now. Um, uh, and last month for my book club, we were reading Parable of the Sour. And, um, if you have Amazon prime, uh, you can read it for free on Kindle app. So I actually read mine for free and I got the, um, the sequel Parable of the Talents that I'm reading right now. Now, listen, uh, this book is by Octavia Butler. And, um, it's kind of crazy because she wrote this book, I think in 90 or 91, and it's kind of like a, um, like a survival, you know, kind of doomsday kind of book or whatever, just basically it's is written for in the future. So she actually wrote it. So in the nineties, she wrote it, but the book takes place in like 2025 or something like that. So it's kind of crazy because it's around the time that we are in right now. And it, and, uh, it basically is talking about how, like, you know, we didn't take care of the earth and drugs and stuff like that and basically now the earth is just completely to shit the government is to shit and it's just these people trying to survive basically on nothing it's a really really amazing book but when you read it you know especially what's going on right now when I was reading it I was like yo this shit is kind of eerie had a little eerie feel to it just because it was so um relevant to what's going on right now so if you um, are looking for something to read that's my suggestion. It was really good and it's free. Uh, Parable of the Sour is free on, um, oh, if you have Amazon Prime. Um, I didn't even know until recently, and, I, and I'm i a big book person, I, I don't really like reading digital books too much. I do have a Nook that I don't ever use, but um, I have been like, you know, checking out the Amazon Prime. I didn't know they, they give you some free books, and so I'm like, well, you know, if it's something I'm interested in, if it's something I can get for free, like I just jump on there. And um, read it. So I've been, so I read that I'm on Parable of Talents now. Reading the the sequel, and then um, uh, I have quite a few books that I have in uh, just built up that I need to. I have uh, like three book stacks right now. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. So, um, yeah. So I've just been trying to get my getting some reading on. Um, I'm trying to think if it's some other notable ones that I could tell you that um, that I read. Um, if you're into essay form, um, or like a a feminist type book, thick was really good. Um, so many good books. Uh, I'm trying to think of something that I just read recently. Um, uh, I think those are all I've read the last couple of times. I've read like seven books. And I don't know why I can't think of any books right now at the top of my head that I've knocked out. I just recently picked up Queenie. That's actually my next book that I'm reading after I finished the one that I'm on. And um, so there's a lot of things you could be doing during this time, you know, to just kill time if you feel like you're bored. And the number one thing I tell everybody, you know, get you a book, sit down with it. And um, what I like about reading books is that It, it, it helps your vocabulary for one, two, instead of you watching something on TV where you are like seeing it played out, when you have a book, you actually forces your brain to build your imagination and you're imagining the story and how it's playing out. Like I love reading a book where it's giving you like character descriptions and stuff like that, where you can like start visualizing the character and you make that character, what you think that character is, how they may look you know, how their swag may be based on like, you know, what the book is saying. And that's my joy in a book. Just, you know, immersing myself in this world that's created, um, you know, in writing, you know, so that was all I really had for hot topics. I wanted to kind of go over, uh, you know, that, and just some TV, uh, mentions, some book mentions. So let's just move on to, um, my thought of the week. So my thought of the week this week was just purely based on, um, you know, self care, and so for me, you know, especially during this time where you are inside, majority of us, um, you've been seeing more and more jobs, you know, either, um, you know, unfortunately, have been laying people off for the time being because they can't come in, or you've been seeing jobs where they they send you home to to work, uh, um, remotely, um, which is a blessing if your job were able to do that for you where you still are able to, you know, continue working to make money. Um, But during this time, I think self-care is going to be a number one priority for everyone, especially for, you know, your mental and physical. Um, But I think during this time, definitely, you know, thinking about your mental is very important, your mental state. Um, So I have a few tips for self-care, just some things that um, we can think about. So number one is Make sleep part of your self-care routine. Um, A lot of times people don't realize, I know a lot of people that say they never get eight hours of sleep. Some people say they only get like four, which is not good. You should definitely be trying to get eight. Um, That helps your body, uh, you know, regroup, reprocess. And also, um, especially say you're on a weight loss journey or something like that, sleep is actually one of the most important factors uh, within that. So you want to make sure that, you know, you are, um, getting some sleep and it also helps reduce stress as well. Um, another thing that you can be working on is your diet, you know, spending this time to actually, you know, a lot of times when you're on a hustle and bustle, you know, you'll pick up quick meals, you'll pick up fast food. We all do it sometimes, but now, you know, that you're at home, you can spend this time with learning some recipes, you know going over, uh, maybe some things that you might've wanted to try in the kitchen, but just trying to maybe, you know, build some kind of healthier lifestyle for you. Um, another thing that I've been doing, um, another tip is exercise and make that part of your self-care routine. Uh, I run, you know, and it's funny because I tell people all the time that I actually hate running, but I run, I run all the time. All of my races so far have been canceled, um, uh, where they basically have refunded or made you choose something else for later in the year so since I don't have any races coming up, um, you know, I don't go to any parks or things like that where I feel like people will be around. I literally just run around my neighborhood. I run down the street, you know, um, and what I do when I run and this is what helps me when people ask me like, how do you motivate yourself to run long distances? Well, if I start running from home and I run, you know, three, four miles down the street. Well, I know that I have to run three, four miles back to get my ass back home. So what I try to do, I try to run, um, as far as way as possible, right. Put my headphones on, um, make me a good little playlist. And I try to run as far as way as I can. And then that way, you know, I know that the same distance I ran away, the same distance I have to run back. And that kind of helps me, you know, um, not be lazy because, you know, Running is like a hate love relationship for me. So if I stay close to my house and say I hit a mile, if I'm right here by the crib, I'm, I'm rolling back to the crib, you know, because it's a mental thing. Every Exercise is all mental. You know, people say, oh, I can't do it. Oh, I hate it. It is all mental. And if you go out and I tell people this all the time, like if you go out and say like, you know, you already don't want to do the shit. Well, you're really not really going to do it. And you're not really going to do it the best of your ability. So just go ahead and get in your mind. Like I'm going to go work out or, or times that I'm inside and like, say I'm on my lunch break and I don't, it's rain or something like that. And I don't run. I pull up a YouTube right in my living room and you know, on my TV and I do a YouTube workout, you know, right there in your living room. And most times you don't even need to have equipment. It's things that you can do just with your body, you know, sit-ups, crunches, stuff like that, um, squats, those are things that you can just do with nothing. So, um, during this time, I definitely think self-care exercise should be part of it because it also, it, um, it makes you feel better after I it always makes me feel better after. Um, all right. So the next tip is to eat right, which kind of touched on what I said earlier in regards to just taking care of your, uh, overall. Um, but you know, spend this time, uh, you know, uh, thinking about ways that you can just eat healthy. I've been seeing all over my timeline, people saying that like all they do is sit at home and snack and eat snacks and you know, all this crazy stuff. And it's like, don't do that because once it's over and you kind of get back to life, you don't want to do some shit that like, you don't gain weight in the house or you don't, you know, did some things that maybe now is causing, um, any kind of like, uh, potential ailments towards you. So you want to try to be healthy. Um, another tip is to, um, this is actually a good one is say no to others and say yes to your self care. Um, this is something that I've had to work on a lot in regards to just learn to say no, um, and not feeling obligated to say yes and you know, trying to get away from people pleasing. And so, um, if it's a time that you feel like you need to set up boundaries with people or people don't understand what you're saying or what your journey is or what you're doing, um, definitely say no, you know, because. When you get to the point that you're always trying to people please other people, the only thing it's going to do is, um, give you anxiety, could potentially give you burnout. I've definitely experienced burnout when I was doing entirely too much and I was doing entirely too much for other people. And, you know, people don't always pour back into you. So, you know, definitely put yourself first and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I think one time when I was in therapy, I think it was a couple years ago, this is at the beginning. I think when I kind of first started my, um, Uh, my therapy journey. And my therapist was like, you know, a lot of times people feel bad for being selfish. And she was like that, you know, it's, it's a healthy way of being selfish, you know, but when it comes to yourself, sometimes you have to be selfish and you have to be able to be like, no, like, I don't want to do this. I'm choosing myself over you. Now, if you're being selfish in like a crazy way, obviously that's not good, but when it comes to you and your mental and the things that you know you can and can't take, there's nothing wrong with being selfish. And I had to learn that. And that took me a long time to understand that. Like where I had to get to a point where I'm like, yo, this is not acceptable for me. I don't want to do this. I can't be this person for you. You know, like especially especially when you have negative people. I, we all have it. We have somebody negative, And every time they call you, they're on low their shit on you every time. And, you know, for me, I used to be like, oh, you know, I'll talk to them. No, like if it's the times you don't want to hear that shit, you don't want to fucking hear it. And right now for me, like I only want to be around positivity and just people that got shit going on and people that don't have shit going on. Like I don't really have much conversation, you know, to have with those people, to be completely honest, because I don't want you to bring down my headspace and where I'm at. Because now I'm concerned about you and what you got going on and everything else. When it's like, I'm not a fucking therapist, you know, I can't fucking help you to be completely honest. Um, right now we're all inside. So, you know, we can't really take a trip, but um, that was the next tip is, you know, taking more trips. That's something that I actually do a lot. Um, it's very important to me to, to go on trips. I go about two to three trips a, a year um, where I leave and go to a, you know, either out of the country or another state or something like that, and just try to have some, um, some, uh, quiet time. What you can do, um, during this time of isolation, um, it's a lot of things you can do. So in my neighborhood, we have a dog park and, um, you know, especially if it's times that it's just you and your dog or something like that, or, you know, you take your dog to dog park, you know, especially if you're not around other people, they say you can be like six feet away. Um, my dog park has been completely empty. So, um, I've been floating out there or taking my dog on a walk, you know, even though you're not going for a weekend, but, um, you're still leaving the house. You know, I take my dog on a walk or, you know, I go out on my, um, my balcony with a book and, you know, I'll read my book and maybe make me a little cocktail or something like that. Like just even though I'm home, I'm still, you know, getting somewhat out the house and making myself feel like, you know, um, as relaxed as possible. Um, another step was, which I kind of already spoke on was, uh, taking a self-care break and going outside. Um, you know, I said this, I think a lot of my tips have been directed towards this, But it's important to keep saying, like, I definitely think, um, you know, uh, going outside will help. I told my mom this morning, I was talking to her and I'm like, don't forget to, you know, go on walks, you know. Um, But for me, like being outside and just being in like getting a little sun is going to help you in general. I spoke about this last year. It was around October. I was feeling really fucking down and out. You know what I'm saying? And like, I went to therapy and, and I kind of, I think I went like, I think I went like every week that, that month or, you know, I think so. And I was just saying, like, I felt really fucking sad. And I was like, I do not know why the fuck I feel so sad. And I could not understand like why I was feeling so, you know, um, depressed. And, um, you know, she told me, she's like, I think at that time it was like a lot of rain rain. And so I wasn't really running I just kind of could be And also I really was in a funk. And so, because I wasn't really going outside, like when I would get off work, I would just go lay in bed. And so I literally was like barely ever leaving the house except for like to walk the dog or something like that. Like, you know, for them to, you know, use the restroom or something. And so, um, that was about it. And, um, you know, she told me, she's like, get back into your running routine, take your ass outside because you're feeling that way because you're inside and it's not healthy to just sit inside like that because that can make you feel, um, really down and out. So another, uh, tip was to let a pet help you with your self-care. Um, I definitely, uh, believe this. It says pets can bring a boost to our lives. I have two dogs. I love my dogs. Um, And, you know, when I got my, my puppy, my recent puppy, she's two now, um, I was going through a funk at that period in life. Um, and it was a real funk for me. And so, um, when I got her, it was just like, you know, she brought so much happiness to me and just gave me something to focus on. And, um, yeah, so I love my dogs. I love my dogs a lot. I post my dogs all the time on my social media. And so, um, if you have a pet, Definitely use this time to, you know, play with your dogs and stuff like that. You know, spend time with them outside. Another tip is to take care of yourself by getting organized. Um, Like I stated, we're all inside the house pretty much. This is good for anybody. I learned over time that if you have a a messy place, um, that's not going to help your mental, you know, so you cannot stay in a place that's dirty. And usually if your place is junky, that's usually an indicator of maybe where you might you might be. Like, have you ever walked into a space, like, or say, come home from a long day at work and your house is clean and you walk in and it smells good and how that made you feel opposed to when you walk into a space and it's cluttered and it's dirty and it's, you know, um, not as clean as it should be. So take this time to organize. You know, I told myself that um, I was going to get me a bookshelf. And I'm going to work on putting together a bookshelf because I have books every fucking where. And I need a bigger bookshelf because my bookshelf is completely full and like overflowing with books. Like my nightstand in my bedroom, I have literally two book stacks of books. That's just fucking growing because I don't have any more room. So during this time, like I'm going to go get me a bookshelf. I'm going to spend, you know, a day putting it together, organizing my books. Um, I'm a big gamer. And so that's part of my life, too. So I have all my video games and I have a lot of them. I probably have over um, a hundred some games. And so I keep my games in alphabetical order and, um, try to keep them as organized as possible. And so, uh, that's something that I'm going to be working on as far as like just organizing my office in my house and, uh, you know, getting it back to where it should be. Cause you know, as you keep going with your everyday, sometimes things can just get, uh, thrown around. So definitely uh, working on, you know, organizing, it could be, uh, going through your planner. Organizing like things that you want to do, organizing things you need to do. It could be you know, um, setting you up a little calendar. Um, you know, writing down your responsibilities and things like that. You also can, um, you know, organize if you're if you're a woman, you know, spend this time maybe to dump out that purse and maybe organize what you got going in going on in there too. Just finding things to just you know where it'll make life easier for you. Um, I said this tip earlier, but, you know, cooking at home, which is always good. You can spend this time doing meal preps and uh, really focusing on your diet. Uh, Another tip is to read a book on self-care. I found a book. Let me pull it up. This is actually a free book that I got off Kindle that I'm going to start reading. Um, It's called. Is by Rachel Hollis and it's called Girl Stop Apologizing, A Shame-Free Plan for Embracing and Achieving Your Goals. So I downloaded that book and so I'm going to be reading that book soon. Um, but I snagged that because it was actually free on Amazon Prime. So I think that um, a lot of times for me, uh, which helped me uh I guess when, when I talk about all this stuff every week on my podcast, like I actually do read books on this and I actually do read it. And, it, and it, when you read stuff on things that you might be wanting to accomplish, it actually does help you. Um, it helps you with visualizing and believing what you're saying. Like I couldn't talk about this stuff every week if I didn't really truly believe that it worked. Like I couldn't talk about therapy if I didn't believe that it worked. And I believe that it worked because I actually do the work inside of it, but I actually research it. I read about the different types of therapy and everything else and really gain an understanding of um, how, the, how these things can help me. So I think when it comes to self-care, reading more and you can do something as simple as Googling. You know, you can Google half this shit, you know, on self-care tips or all time, all types of stuff you know, or just sitting down and reading a book on it, you know, or reading a book on just embracing your mental health and bettering your mental health or bettering yourself. So use this time to do something that will, you know, help you. Also, just the last tip that I have today was um, making sure that you find time for yourself, right? Right now, especially people with kids, we're all at home, you know, all at home together, but that doesn't mean that you can't find time for yourself you know, and even, you know, people that's inside of marriages or relationships, like where it's both of you guys in the house together, you still can find time for yourself, you know, um, Tom's in my house, you know, they could be watching TV. I could be right there in the same room and, you know, I'm playing, you know, one of my handheld systems, like my switch or something where I'm doing my own thing. Or, you know, sometimes like I'll sit in the same space as everybody else. I'll put my headphones on, listen to a podcast and just relax out. Right. But this is what I like to do for my self-care. And so I still maintain that level of finding time for myself. Or I'll go out on the balcony with my book by myself. You know, so I always find time to do things that I want to do for myself. And a lot of times I think people have problems with, you know, not wanting to seem selfish, not wanting to, you know, uh, not, you know, not give time for other people. You got to learn balance when it comes to that. And you just can't forget to um, take care of yourself first, because if you're not good to yourself, it's no way that you can be good to other people. And that's something that I learned that I always keep key to myself. If you're not good to yourself, it's no way you can be good to other people, you know? So, because you're, you and your mental, mental capacity and how you feel about yourself is most important. And if that shit is off, you're going to be off in every relationship that you have, whether it's friendships, relationships, you know, relationships with your kids. If your ass is seeing her burnt out, you can't give to nobody else. So self-care for yourself is most important, first and foremost in anything. So um, I really enjoyed this uh, this topic today because I think it's so relevant um, right now because we're all kind of in the house. And I've been hearing a lot of people saying, like, I'm just tired of shit. Like, I can't take it. And so um, don't look at it as a negative. You look at it as um, now you have time. You know, now you have time to be focusing on a lot of other shit that you might have could have been focused on before. Think about all the things that you said that you wanted to do or said that you're thinking about doing, spend this time doing it. You know, you, if you want to learn how to do some shit, pull up a YouTube. You can find out how to do plenty of shit nowadays in this generation just by watching damn YouTube, you know? So, um, and thank you so much for, you know, listening today, um, and spending this time with me. Just know that we can always continue these conversations i'm always around on my social medias uh you can find me on twitter at ijmt underscore no ijmt podcast and then on um instagram it's just my thoughts underscore podcast and my email is at j is ijmt podcast at gmail.com and so i'm always open for feedback uh like follow subscribe you can find me on uh, most of the streaming sites um, is Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. Um, I don't know if I'm forgetting something, but I'm on a majority of them. So you can SoundCloud. So you can pretty much find me. And like always, I hope everybody is uh, keeping safe. Be good to yourself. Please practice social distancing as much as possible. When you feel like you're going crazy in the house, just go for a walk. Go outside, go for a walk, six feet away from each other. Make sure we're washing our hands, keeping each other safe. Be mindful of others. When you're shopping out in the store and you're trying to get four or five things of fucking toilet paper, maybe get one or two. You don't need that fucking many. And nobody needs to be building a stockpile right now. Let's just be courteous to others. Be kind to each other. Think about other people and not just yourself and your family. Okay. Because everybody is affected right now. We're pretty much all in this together. So um, let's just continue to keep that mindset. And I thank you so much for listening. It's Mika here and I appreciate you.